0: Welcome to The very Heart of It, presented by Bariatric Fusion. It's your host, Zach Nemick. and today we're joined again by Megan Kaczynski, Bariatric Fusion's staff dietitian. Welcome back to the pod, Megan.
1: Hey, Zach. Thanks for having me again.
0: No problem. What are we going to be talking about today?
1: So I wanted to go over five tips that I would recommend for healthy eating after bariatric surgery.
0: Sounds awesome.
1: The main points I want to touch on would be, number one, establishing a routine for yourself. Two, tracking daily intake. Three, staying hydrated. Four, everything in moderation. And five, healthy, balanced food options that you should choose from. So obviously, there's many factors that can cause unwanted weight gain. But two big factors include mindless snacking, which I like to call grazing. And the amount of time that you set aside to prepare healthy meals for yourself, which if you're doing everything right, but you're still starting to see weight gain, then usually you're probably not setting enough time aside for those healthy meals. But if you feel like you're getting to the point where you've lost control of your weight, you have to sit down and evaluate what you're doing on a daily basis and what your schedule looks like, what your stress level looks like. Have you added any exercise into your daily routine? Have you been choosing healthy options or are you just trying to make yourself believe that you are or maybe you're just not aware of what a healthy option looks like and that's okay as long as you get the help to figure out how to eat healthy, but you have to sit down and brainstorm how you can fix what's going on.
0: Those all seem pretty important. So let's get to the very heart of it. Let's start with topic one here, establishing routines.
1: Okay, so establishing a daily routine can be a huge factor in maintaining a healthy lifestyle. This is mostly because when you have a better idea of what your day is going to look like, such as what time you'll be eating and what you're eating, then you become more aware of extra calories and what food options you choose. And of course, this applies whether you've had bariatric surgery or not. So, more often than not, when you determine a daily schedule, your day can result in higher productivity levels and better food choices. So, when you find yourself with no plan for the day, you might have extra downtime, which I know you're probably saying, well, why is that a bad thing? But for some people, it might just mean a nice time to relax and kick back. But for others, Like me, it might mean mindless snacking out of boredom. So, if we're talking specifically about eating after bariatric surgery, then I want to explain what some surgical changes to the digestive tract can do to the body's hormonal balance regarding your sense of hunger that may affect weight. So, when you alter the body's normal anatomy, like gastric bypass surgery, this can affect hormonal balance and sense of hunger. So in that case, coming up with a daily schedule of meal and snack times can be important to ensure that you're eating when you're actually hungry and also getting the nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that you need to maintain a healthy balance along with the bariatric-specific multivitamin for life. So meals can become more frequent due to smaller portions being tolerated by the stomach. So at some point, this might mean that you're eating four to six small meals a day. And that's okay as long as you have a routine set in place so that you're eating these small meals about three to four hours apart, which will then balance out blood sugar levels. That's what I would say about establishing routines and how they're important.
0: What would you recommend to make more productive use of downtime?
1: Ah, uh, this would... Be a perfect time to add in some exercise or an activity or hobby that you enjoy. But if you do have downtime, then you can't really make excuses anymore that you don't have time to add exercise in. So you could do anything from walking the dog or just going on a walk with a friend or a family member. You could go. Hiking, uh, you can do yoga, biking. At one time, I used to do Zumba. You have to find something that you like that doesn't feel like work.
0: That's a really good point. I know for a lot of us, we're we're jonesing for our reopening phases to occur so that we could get back to our... Gym routines that we had pre COVID, but there are plenty of outdoor activities when the weather is nice, like the biking and kayaking and outdoor yoga and stuff. So, all good points that you have there. Now, you mentioned tracking your daily intake uh, as your second point. So, why don't you explain what that means?
1: Yeah, so. A lot of people get annoyed when you ask them to track their intake because it's, quote unquote, too much work. And honestly, I don't like doing it either, but I, it definitely helps. And I find that this is actually a great tool to use for accountability, which can play a huge role in what decisions you're making on a daily basis. Because when you know that someone's tracking your food intake, you become very aware of what you're putting into your body And would probably think twice about eating that large bag of chips.
0: Good point. So what are some other things that you can do to become more accountable then?
1: Well, some things I would recommend, because they've actually helped me personally too, would be weighing yourself a certain day each week or every other week. You could also use a food tracker like MyFitnessPal, which I actually talked about last the last podcast episode I was on. I would also recommend planning to exercise with a friend so that you know that if you're not going to go exercise, you're letting someone down. All of these options can help to keep you more accountable for your actions. And I would also like to add that it's very important to remember that there are many other ways to measure weight. And it's not always about the number you see on the scale. And I've had a handful of people say, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm eating healthy, but I'm gaining weight. Or I'm consistently working out and I'm doing all the right things, but the number on the scale just isn't changing or it's not even going up at all. And just because the number on the scale isn't going down or changing doesn't mean you should get discouraged it means that if you know you're working out and you're putting in effort, the number on the scale not changing or going up a little may just mean that you're in the process of gaining muscle and losing fat. So in this case, you can track fat loss by how your clothes are starting to fit, how like how loose they are, or if you feel less out of breath when walking up a flight of stairs, or you could even pick a certain day every other week to do measurements on yourself to track every so often and then I also talked about my fitness pal before so it's just a great tool to keep you on track with your food intake, your water intake and even weight loss and you become a part of a community of other people tracking their progress. So they also can provide you with recipes, exercise routines and social support. So using an app like that could it just forces you to input, input what you're consuming on a daily basis, and you're way more likely to make better choices when you do this.
0: Community is definitely a big part of it, so I'm glad you, you mentioned that. But you also mentioned staying hydrated. So what exactly do you mean by that?
1: Right. So the brain has many functions, which includes regulating hunger and thirst. But it does that in the same complex of the brain. So this can get a little bit confusing. So if you remember to stay hydrated, then this might mean that you end up decreasing the amount of times you want to reach for a snack. So I would recommend consuming around 48 to 64 ounces of some sort of calorie free beverage every day as a goal. That should be your goal. So for bariatric patients, it's also very important to remember to not drink any fluids during meals.
0: So why do you think bariatric patients shouldn't drink fluids with meals? I've heard that recommended before, but why don't you go into that a little bit more?
1: So when you drink a beverage with a meal, it can allow the food you're consuming to almost thin out and move through your stomach faster, which in turn can decrease the length of time that you feel full for. And then it can result in overeating and then leading to weight gain. And it's also common that you may feel nauseous or even vomit when foods and liquids are consumed at the same time, solely because the fluids have nowhere to go in the newly constructed, like small stomach pouch. So the recommendation is to not drink any beverages at least 30 minutes before during or after a meal or snack. So I would recommend setting a goal to drink one to two cups of fluids between each meal or snack to reach that 48 to 64 ounces daily.
0: Well, we all know that the beverage market is certainly crowded, but uh, what is your recommendation to hydrate with other than water?
1: So water is obviously going to be your best option, but I understand if you don't want to drink plain water every day, there's some other options you could try. Um, remember that if you're a bariatric patient, though, it's important to choose a low calorie option or even calorie free and to stay away from carbonated beverages, which are usually high in calories anyways, for example, like soda. But the carbonation can also cause a lot of discomfort in your the stomach pouch. So I would say I like flavored water. You can add drops to it. To plain water like Neo drops or you could add different fruits and let it sit for a while like lemon or raspberries, oranges, things of that sort. You could even use vegetables like cucumbers um, and even mint. So that can offer some variety throughout your day. I also would recommend that you could even drink decaf coffee or decaf tea, but I would not recommend caffeinated just because it might not be well tolerated by the stomach anyways.
0: Yeah. And often you hear to stay away from excessive amounts of sugar uh, as well, because that can upset the stomach and digestive tract as well, which I think is a great point to bring us to topic number four that you mentioned which is everything in moderation. So let's let's get into moderating.
1: Portion control is everything, especially if you're going to be snacking. So you should always be aware of nutrition facts and the serving size. So always be looking at that nutrition facts label. When you find yourself reaching for that family size bag, uh, you're gonna wanna take a second to look at the serving size and portion you you have to portion out that amount onto a separate plate and then store that bag away. Also, sit down and enjoy what you're eating. Take your time, eat slow, avoid distractions because when you do this, you might find yourself feeling fuller faster and longer and eating less and even more aware of what you're eating. And this also gives the body time to acknowledge what you're consuming and the proper hormones have time to be released to promote a feeling of fullness.
0: So eat anything you want in moderation then?
1: Uh, to a certain point, yes. Just be smart about your decisions. I'm, I'm not saying it's okay to constantly eat donuts and chips if you portion them, them out. But what I'm saying is, Don't deprive yourself of the foods that you like, because that usually causes you to crave them more. And when you do end up caving into those foods, you tend to seriously overeat, which then in turn can cause weight gain. So when you want to choose your favorite food options that might not be at the top of the healthy list, it's important to understand portion control and how often you are consuming those options.
0: Definitely important. Now, healthy and balanced food options uh, was another point that you mentioned earlier. How does one go about making sure that, you know, their plate is balanced?
1: Right. So it's very easy to reach for the convenient option when it comes to meals and snacks, especially when you're on the go. So when choosing healthy and balanced options, you're going to want to choose foods that contain protein, healthy fats, and fiber-filled carbs. These options help you feel fuller longer, and it doesn't take much to be satisfied with these options. And as we know, a main focus after bariatric surgery is protein intake, and it can be really hard to reach the recommended 60 to 80 grams of protein per day. So throwing in healthy, high-protein snack between meals May help you to reach this high level, and if not, there are always protein supplements like the high protein meal replacement supplements that bariatric fusion offers to help you reach that goal. And you should always remember protein first when eating a meal or a snack because this idea will ensure that you're reaching your protein goals before you feel too full to consume anything else. And when you add fiber filled carbs to your diet you'll feel satiated longer and because it takes longer to digest. So this also will help you maintain regular bowel movements. So we love fiber and healthy fats are also beneficial because they trigger the body to know that you're full and they help you with the absorption of fat soluble vitamins in the body like vitamins A, D, E, and K. And of course, healthy fats add flavor to your food.
0: Now tell me, what are some healthy snacks or even maybe meal options that you would recommend to patients?
1: I'm going to give a little list. You're definitely not limited to these options. And also, I would say, be aware of what diet phase you're in post-surgery and what foods you're able to tolerate. But some options I would try would be like a hard-boiled egg. You could have a one of those tuna packs with whole grain crackers or celery. You could have a protein shake, a protein bar. You could eat like vegetables with hummus. You could try roasted garbanzo beans or roasted edamame. You could also have cottage cheese with fruit or celery with peanut butter or apple with peanut butter, Greek yogurt and almonds, or even like a turkey roll up with low fat string cheese.
0: Well, that all sounds like good snacks. (laughs) So let's recap. Let's go over your five points. Let's make sure everyone understands and gets everything that you want them to get so that they can establish this nice, healthy snacking routine post-surgery.
1: Okay. So to recap, we're choosing healthy options. Number one, you're going to establish a routine to help with your blood sugar levels, tolerance, maintaining healthy balance and making sure you're using your downtime for exercise or activities and not to just eat out of boredom. Number two, track your daily intake. This will help you become more accountable and pursue better choices. Number three, always stay hydrated because the brain regulates thirst and hunger in the same complex. So don't get them confused and find yourself grazing. If you just ate and still feel hungry, drink some water and see if you're still hungry. Bariatric patients, remember to avoid beverages at least 30 minutes before, during, and after eating a meal or snack. Number four, everything in moderation. Portion control is going to be everything. Be aware of nutrition facts and serving sizes. Don't deprive yourself from your favorite foods and learn to eat in moderation. Number five, you want to choose healthy, balanced food options like the list I gave. So choose proteins, healthy fats, and fiber-filled carbohydrates to help you feel satiated longer. And honestly, if you're going to snack, make it worth your while. Snacks can be beneficial for maintaining blood sugar levels, offering some extra protein into your diet, and giving your body the energy boost it needs until your next meal. So it's important to choose snack options that won't add excessive calories without you even knowing.
0: Well, there you have it, everyone. That is the five tips to healthy eating brought to you by Megan, bariatric fusion staff dietitian. Megan, thank you for uh, getting to the very heart of it on the healthy snacking issue. Anything else you wanted to mention today before we leave?
1: No, I just wanted to say thank you for having me again. I look forward to maybe coming back and sharing more of my nutrition knowledge with everyone.
0: Oh, I think we'll make you a regular fixture around here. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.
1: All right, bye.